0: Welcome. You are listening to SIB Life Church Sermon Audio Podcast. If you would like to know about SIB Life, including our online service time, you can join us online at SIBLife.my. Now, so today we're going to continue with our sermon series from the book of Ephesians. Yeah, I believe all of us were blessed. And then last Sunday, if you are here, I believe that you are blessed by a Pasadena sermon. It's amazing. You know, I, I, would, I would like to continue from where uh, we left. Uh, I mean, the, chapter, chapter, the last week is from chapter 2, but today I'm going to start with chapter 3. right? So, um, we're going to read from Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 1 to 13. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 1 to 13. And... Um, I'm going to split my sermon into two parts, okay, because there's a lot of things, you know, to, to, to talk about from these uh, 13 verses, you know, and, and I can't do it in one Sunday because it will take like more than one hour, you know, so I'm going to split it into two parts and I will continue with the second part of the sermon in two weeks' time. So let's dive into the Word of God and um, I'm reading from the Christian standard bible so please follow along with me so here we go for this reason i paul the prisoner of christ on behalf of you gentiles you have heard heaven you about the administration of god's grace that he gave to me for you the mystery was made known to me by revelation. say the mystery one more time say the mystery As I have briefly written above, by reading this, you are able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ. Say, mystery of Christ. Now, verse 5. This was not made known to people in other generations, as it is now revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. The Gentiles... Coheirs, co-heirs, members of the same body, and partners in the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. I was made a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace that was given to me by the working of his power. This grace was given to me, the least of all the saints, to proclaim to the Gentiles the incalculable riches of Christ and to shed light for all, about the administration of the mystery, say mystery, hidden for ages in God who created all things. Now this is so that God's multifaceted wisdom may now be made known through the church to the rulers and authorities in the heavens. Verse 11, this is according to his eternal purpose accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In him we have boldness and confident access True faith in him, so that I ask you not to be discouraged over my afflictions on your behalf, for they are your glory. May God bless the the reading of His word. Come, let's pray. Father God, we commit this time into your hands and um, help us to really understand your truth, Lord Father. And Lord, I pray right now, Lord Jesus, help me to communicate, Lord Jesus, your word to your people. Because we know, Lord Father God, your truth will transform our hearts, our mind. Oh Lord Jesus, thank you, Father. We commit this time into your hands in Jesus' name. And we'll call God's people say, "Amen." Now, let me begin with uh, you know telling you a brief story about these two missionaries. Number one, Adoniram Judson. Okay, um, he was an American missionary who spent almost forty years in Burma, which now is uh, we know the nation of Myanmar. Okay, um, Adoniram Judson's achievement um, was like so big, you know, during his ministry, he helped to, you know, he led hundreds of uh, Burmese and specifically the people of Karen, Karen, right? Karen, you know, before we have Karen, there's Karen, the tribe, okay, to believe in Jesus Christ. Now, when he arrived in uh, Burma, there were no churches, there are no Bible in the local language now by the time of his death by the way he died in burma he asked to be buried in burma he had translated the bible and half you know completed that, that burmese english dictionary not only the bible you know but the burmese english dictionary and, and after after his death there, there, there were 100 churches, churches with over 8000 believers amazing adoniram judson you know uh, if you want to name your son adoniram a bit long, right? If anyone adoniram. Okay, anyway. So the next lady missionary, her name is Mary Slessor. Okay, she was a devoted missionary and, and with nearly 40 years dedicated to the nation of Nigeria. Now, she loved Nigeria. Mary became one of the first single missionary women. To make a huge impact in all the mission work all over the world. Now she did her mission work in Nigeria without the help of family, without the help of a team or an organization. Amazing, a single woman. Many uh, communities was transformed with the love of God, and she even started uh, orphanages. You know, he preached the good news. He stand up for women's right especially in india at that time they have the caste system and so forth you know and he uh, uh, save, she she, she saved many innocent lives now she this this lady mary she, she um uh, in, in nigeria sorry she 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 was famous for stopping twins killing because in, in, in nigeria specifically in this one uh, district named uh, okoyang okoyong in nigeria people over there believe that twins were an evil curse now if you are twins if you are twins you know if you are in okoyong at that time people will kill you because they will they, they thought that they believe that you are a curse so what mary did she will go and kidnap these twins bring them to their uh, to, to, to her orphanage amazing so today hospitals schools Orphanages and churches all can, you know, uh, serve the community because of the impact of Mary Schleser. Yeah. So what, I'm going to ask you guys, what was one common thing or common denominator, common thing that you see from the lives of these two missionaries? Well, they're Christians, they're Westerners, you know. Yes, yes, they love Jesus. But one common thing. Evangelists, yes. They ran abroad, they ran abroad, and at that time there's no Asia, mass, or whatever, you know, no, no. On a ship for months, they have to sail for months to reach India, to reach you know Nigeria, living behind their family community, living behind their country, crossing boundaries of race and ethnicity just to bring the gospel. It's amazing, yeah. Not only they bring gospel to people who are different from, you know, them, different from race, ethnicity, different. They've, in fact, they even live with these people, learn their language, eat with them, you know, even help with the translation of the Bible into the local language. Now, basically, these two missionaries, yeah, them, Jetsons and Mary, they immerse themselves in the culture of the people that they are reaching out to. That's amazing. It's amazing, you know. They believe that the gospel... It's not only for the white people, for the Westerners. You know? um, if you're familiar with the story of... Uh, uh, there's another guy. Uh, not Hassan Taylor. There's another guy. You know? uh, I forgot his name. Suddenly, blank. So, the Westerners believe that you know, if God loves the, the native, you know, the people who are not white, you know, if God loves the native, you know, God will definitely find a way to save them. For us, the white people... You know, we just share the gospel among us. That's some of the Westerners believe at that time, no, but not Adoniram Judson and also Mary. So reading their biographies, you know, as I prepared today's sermons, reminded me of Apostle Paul. Yeah. In his letter, we know that Paul introduced himself as apostles to the Gentiles. Yeah. Apostle to the Gentiles. Rasul kepada orang, orang. Uh Yahudi. He mentioned in his letter to the Ephesians in chapter 2 and chapter 3 that God has revealed to him a mystery that was hidden from the sons of man in other generations. In other words, not even the patriarchs, you know, not even which is like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, not even they don't even know about this mystery. God didn't reveal this mystery to them. to Paul it's amazing and from our reading today Paul told us that the mystery was that through Christ this is the mystery Paul told us today during his letters the Gentiles and Jews are now become one family one body it's like you know Jews is one race and the Gentiles is like another group of you know race you know, it's like Jesus is, the true Jesus, there's one new tribe or new, one new ethnicity or race being formed. Are you guys following me? Yeah? So today, I want to share from this title. I've been thinking like about what, what kind of title I want to share. You know? So I'm in this title. Our New Ethnicity in Christ. Ethnic baru kita di dalam Christus. Now, let me start by telling you um, where this idea, this concept of ethnicity in Christ comes from, okay? Bear with me, bear with me, all right? We all know, like, Christian, it's a religion, apostle. you know? Like, what ethnicity? Ethnicity is different. No, bear with me. The word race and ethnicity are used to describe a group of people, okay? You know? Um, race is defined as a category of humankind that shares certain distinctive physical traits. So, basically... If you are like, for example, if your race is Chinese, you know the skin color, the facial structure, the eye color, the hair color, and all the physical appearances. Okay, the appearances. If you are East Malaysian, well, some of the East Malaysian we, we do look, look like look like Chinese Khan, but you understand you, you know what I mean? Race, you know, ah. My, my son's uh, best friend, okay, he's an Indian. That is very obvious, like Indian, you know. Skin color, the eyes, the head, and everything. That's race, okay? Yeah. Now, how about ethnicities? Okay? Ethnicities um, is more broadly defined as large groups of people classed, okay, being classed, classed according to common racial, national, tribal, religious, linguistic, or cultural origin or background. It's much more broader. Okay? Race is small, but ethnicities, like, bigger, larger. So I'll give you an example. My race is Lumbawang. My ethnicity, I can say, is Orang Ulu. In Orang Ulu, we have a few races. Like Kayan lah, kenyah lah, what else? God, 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 God. I mean, sorry, my bad. I mean, I'm not really good at geography, all these uh, tribes and everything. But you understand what I mean? Right? Okay, so that's ethnicity, yeah? Race is usually associated with biology and linked with physical characteristics, like I mentioned just now, right? While ethnicity is linked with the cultural expression and identification. Are you guys following me so far? Know the difference? Okay, so now you know the difference between race and ethnicity. Now, last week, Pastor Dan mentioned in verse 14 from his sermon, you know, so let us Go and revisit that for a while, okay? Revisit Ephesians chapter two, verse thirteen to fifteen. Now I'm gonna read just verse fourteen. Yeah. For he is our peace who made both groups one and tore down the dividing wall of hostility. He, means Jesus, is our peace who made both groups one and tore down the dividing wall of hostility. Can I have the slides? Because the slide is there. I bolded it. Yep. At that time, Paul was in, uh, under the house arrest in Rome. So he wrote this letter to the uh, people in Ephesians, okay, the Christians, the believers in Ephesians. Now, I, I love this part from the um, Amplified Version. It says, He who made both groups Jews and gentiles into one body and broke down the barrier who is he here Jesus met both groups Jews and gentiles by the way gentiles okay is a group of you know it's an ethnicity like you know Jews you know it's a race right okay Jews but gentiles is a category for other other races besides Jews so we are the Gentiles, okay? You are not Jews, right? Okay. Yes, we are Gentiles, right? All of us in that category. So through Jesus, you know, he broke the barrier, the dividing wall, to combine both groups, Jews and Gentiles, into one. So Paul is telling us that through Christ, there's a whole new group of people, a new ethnic, that has a different way of life, hallelujah, as a believer of Christ, as a believer of Jesus, we have different way of life, amen, being saved, we have a different belief system, amen, this new group or people now through Christ has been adopted as sons and daughters of the living God. Now, how many of you know this? I mean, I believe you know this, but if you don't know, I want to tell you, Jesus never come, you know, to start a new religion. No. No. You know, I remember in one of uh, the, 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 the special discipleship class that Pastor Dan taught, you know, like we've been doing it for many years, one of the Christians asked about, you know, uh, the people from the other religion ask like, oh, what is the religion of Jesus? <laughs> you know, there's some Christians saying like, oh, Jesus punya religion, ah? agama di Christian. Like, what? You know, only human need religion. Manusia <laughs> yang perlu akan agama. Tuhan tidak perlu, you know. So Jesus don't have any religion. and In fact, he, didn't, he did not come to earth to start a new religion. So the question is, the word Christian, where does it come from? Okay, now, in Acts chapter 11, okay, the word Christian was first being used not by the disciples, you know. Not that uh, Peter and the disciples, okay, come on, let's call ourselves Christian, okay? You are Christian? No, no, no. But the people in Antioch, the Gentiles at that time, the non-believers at that time, they look at the life of the disciples, the followers of Christ, like, hmm. I mean, they are Jews, but they are different kind of Jews, but I don't know. They are not like the typical Jews. Like, this is like... I don't know how to say. The way they talk, the way they live, the way they, you know, like Christian. There you go. That's the word Christian. That's how they come up with the word Christian. Means um, worshipper or follower of Jesus. Yeah? It's not a religion, by the way. But today, now, when people talk about Christian, immediately people, immediately people will think of a religion. Now, I want you to think with me, okay? I want you to think with me. What if we no longer see Christian as our religion? Of course, when people ask, I see the form religion Christian, but what if we stop looking Christianity as our religion, but instead we see it as our ethnicity? Oh, it's more personal, right? It's more personal. It's more like, whew, you know? It's more personal. Yeah. I don't speak Lumbawang. I mean like I am a Lumbawang, but Lumbawang is broken. I, I know, I am an embarrassment to my family, <laughs> you, know? you know But by God's grace, yeah, I'm Lumba Lumbawang. But although I don't, don't speak that language that fluent, you know? My blood, I'm a Lumbawang. Die, die, I'm going to fight, fight for my people, Lumbawang. Because I know that's my ethnicity. You understand what I mean? Right? But if you see Christianity as a religion, it is something that you put on on Sunday only. <laughs> Monday to Saturday, I'm a Lumbawang. I can do what the Lumbawang do, you know. But on Sunday, I become a Lumbawang Christian. You understand what I mean? But if you see yourself as your ethnicity, as Christian, Monday and Sunday, you are the same person. What you say, the way you think, the way you live, the way you connect with people, you know that, whoa, I'm a, Lumb- uh, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. You know, like that's are saying, I know. Like, you know, like for us, East Malaysian, who work in Semenanjung, we always encourage one another if you we meet another East Malaysian. Tidak kira apa dia punya agama, right? When we meet them, like, oi, Sarawak, te, Sarawak, oh, kita tu. Oh, sorry, I'm bad, I'm bad. Sabah habitu, oi, sabah juga? Ui, kau ini, tadi jauh senang kau begitu. You know, like, because, no matter what, because our, we share the same ethnicity, which is, we are Sabah habitu East Malaysian. Correct or not? Imagine if Christians think like that. No longer like uh, you're Chinese oh, uh, you uh, 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 you speak English uh, uh, we try to distance ourselves, hello because we're still with our race, yes, we are Christian, but cakap um, English uh, oh you know like i, I, I can 't speak bahasa Malaysia uh, you, know. you know this' one time my personal experience right it's many, many years ago, so got this one uh, uh, because I serve in the worship team, so like i, I uh, serve in this this is one a combined service and then uh, I'm invited to play for my friend okay she's from English church so I play play with her and then one of the leaders from her church which is English church which is big church got to know that I'm from East Malaysia you know like, like as if I'm like a specimen you know like like my friend said like oh, pastor, pastor this is my friend Wagner he's Lumbawang the pastor like blur from Sarawak oh Apa kabar? So, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> and then the moment I opened up my mouth, I said, like, hey, Pastor, thanks for having me. she like, was like, oh, I don't know that these Malaysians speak English. I mean, like... <sighs> I mean, like, okay, that time, I'm only thinking about, like, drums. Lah. I don't want to think about, like, jaga kau nanti. Like, I, mean, like, I don't think about, like, you know, your person. But, but seriously, I, I think, again... You know, can't blame them. That's why this is something that, a, a, a concept that God put in my heart. Like he said, you know, what if Christian is an ethnicity? That means you no longer say like, you you Sabah, oh, you Sarawak, oh, you Chinese, or, you know, oh, you Indian, oh. Like the moment we know that they are different race from us, then the way we treat them, the way we, you know, very different. Just, let's be honest, all of us, we have a little bit of racism in us. My wife can con- con- testify that me, and my wife say, call you racist. Uh? You, know? <laughs> you know, sometimes I can be racist towards my own people. You know, yeah, you, know, you guys know this, you know. Like, I like to make fun of my own people, you know, but it's like because I'm Lumawang, so I can make fun, okay? But you understand what I mean, right? Why I say, like, imagine if Christianity is your ethnicity. The people sitting next to you, you no longer say, like, you're or no Sabahan, no. You say, like, you're the same. So understand this. Paul is trying to tell the Ephesians, no longer you guys, you are Jews, you know, no longer you have your Gentiles, you have your own style. Yeah? he said, he said like now, both of you, this group, you, these two groups, you guys are one. You guys are one in Christ. We have a new mindset in Christ. Amen. As a believer, we have a new mindset, we have a new culture, we have a new way of living. In Romans chapter 12, verse 2, which is very important, this popular verse said, do not be confirmed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. It requires this, renewal in your mind, okay? I'm not asking you to change your, you know, in your IC, your race, and whatsoever. no, your mind. Your mind, you know? I, I've, I've known people from my own tribe because they. schools high high, you know, thingy thingy, right? okay, school high high, you know, the way they treat another people who are not educated like them is very different, you know. Like, what? I mean, like. Really? But they are Christians. You see? Now, I want you to think Christianity as an ethnicity. It will be different. Yeah? So, up to this point, you understand how. I come up with this sermon title, right? In Ephesians chapter 3 verse 4 to 5 says by which when you read you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Now Paul mentioned that, you know, this idea where 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 uh, I mean uh, uh, the Jews and the Gentiles being united together through Christ, this is a mystery of Christ. Yeah. What does the term mystery mean here? You know? Now, the term mystery are not that, like how we, we understand mystery because in Greek it's different from what in English. In mystery in English is like something like usually a negative thing, something like you know, really hidden. Like you don't know what I don't you know. But in Greek, yeah, in the in, 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 in Bible, usually it is referred to three things. Number one, the biblical use of the word mystery refers to some truth that had been hidden in the past, but was, but now eventually revealed by God. Now, this is what Paul is talking about, the mystery, the kind of mystery. Yeah? In, other, in other words, it is like a sacred secret. Wow. Rasia yang ilahi. Okay, secret, secret. Secondly, second type of mystery refers to the truth about God that humans cannot completely comprehend. We study the Bible, study, but we can't comprehend. Example, God's love. Nobody can comprehend that. How can uh, uh, God love us and willing to give His one and only Son, Jesus, to die at the cross for our sin when He knows from the beginning, He already knows that we are going to sin, we are likely to fall again and again. Like, what? You still love me, Jesus? Yeah. Although you know that I'm going to say it again, right? I mean, but you still love me? You still die at the cross for me? Yeah. Whoa! What kind of love is this? Now, that is the kind of mystery that all human cannot comprehend. Example, right? The thirdly, the term is also used to refer to the truths that the Bible reveals, Bible reveal, but cannot be like logically or reasonably understood. Example, the Trinity. Okay? Yeah? Trinity. Now, this truth uh, paradoxical well it's a big word paradoxical you know i only learned this word when i preach in english <laughs> in bahasa kita tidak pakai begitu paradoxical you know you yeah, sound smart but you don't understand right but paradoxical now <laughs> but not con- contradictory okay yeah again <laughs> you know if anybody any scholar said oh i know how to explain trinity well basically they are lying cuz as a human being we can do our best lah, to explain, but we can't really come to a conclusion that yes is the definition. No, we can't. Something that uh, we can't really logically, you know, understood. That's why our, you know, kita punya sepupu from the other religion can't really take it. Like, what? You worship three gods? What? You know? I mean, to explain pun susah begitu. Because Trinity is not some, uh, a person that you... Explain, explain explain, but is a person that you have relationship with. Okay? Now, so Paul said that he had been granted a special insight, insight into this mystery of Christ. Yeah. Previous generation, again, the, 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 the patriarchs had been told of the coming of Messiah. The Jews had been told about the coming of Messiah. They know, the Jews knows, you know. But they had assumed that this Messiah. Yeah. Would be a Messiah for the Jews only. Yeah, they had no idea that the salvation promised through the Messiah would cross boundaries, cross race or ethnicity. It would be offered to Gentiles. That's therefore, you know, the Jews are so mad. Jesus, the Jews are so mad. Apostle Paul, when they said again, the gospel is for the Gentiles. Yeah, Jesus himself gave a hint. You know, to his disciples of this mystery that was about to be revealed in Matthew chapter 8 verse 10 to 11. You know, uh, uh, verse 11, Jesus uh, told his disciple, "I tell you that many will come from east and west to share the banquet with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven." Now, let me tell you, in the Jewish culture, the act of sharing food is a sign of social intimacy. Social intimacy, all right? So when Jesus said like, oh, you know, the, 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 the people from East, from the West, he's praying to uh, the, the other ethnicity, the other tribe besides the Jews, will have meal with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's, he's telling that, you know what? This is the mystery that's going to be revealed in the future. Yeah? So I want to invite you to see Christianity as our new Ethnicity in Christ. I truly really believe that when when we all of us, you know, including myself, start to see Christianity from this perspective, it will change the way you live, the way you connect with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. So because our new ethnicity in Christ, because we have because of our new interest in Christ, we become number one. We become co-heirs of the inheritance from God. Now we have preached about this, Pastor, Dan and myself preached about what does it mean, being uh, becoming a heirs of the entrance from god i'm gonna i'm not going to talk deep much on this but let me just share some of the bible verses on this galatians chapter 3 verse 28 to 29 says this there is no jew or greek slave or free male and female since you are all one in christ if i can put it in our context there's no chinese orang ulu orang sarawak orang Saba, orang dusun or whatever there's no since all of us are one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed. Heirs according to the promise. Galatians chapter 4 verse 7, So you are no longer a slave but a son. And if a son, then God has made you an heir. What is So again, in Christ... There is no Sabahan, Sarawakian, there is no Chinese, Indian, whatever race you are in. You know, this is the thing about SIB life. You know, uh, people ask me, pastor, are you, will you be pastoring other church You know, if there's no SIB life? I say, like, no, the reason for me to become a pastor, kind of full-time pastor, is because of SIB life. No SIB life, I will not become a pastor. That's it. Because of the mandate that God gave us, we are not English church, we are not BM church, we are... Bornean church, yeah. Well, usually we can have this kind of settings if in Sarawak and Sabah, especially Sarawak. You know, we still have a lot of the 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 Bui Putra attend English service, yeah. But in Semenanjung, how many Bornean church you will see? You know, English having English service, and majority of the the, the attendees, of congregations are East Malaysian. Yeah, we are Bornean church, yeah in Christ there is no those who uh, speak English those who don't speak English those who have high education you know no education in Christ we are all are one Amen we become the co-heirs of the inheritance from God in other words because God has made us his children we have the full rights hak okay to receive his inheritance, we are his beneficiaries. We are his beneficiaries. Romans chapter 4, verse 13 says this For the promise of Abraham, all to his descendants that would inherit the world, was not through law but through the righteousness that comes by faith. That means true righteousness. True righteousness. Who is this? Who is this? How can we I mean, like we are sinners? What? there's nothing right about us as a sinner, you know, nothing righteous about us. So how can we receive, become a recipients of these promises? You know, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30 says, it is from him, which is God, that you are in Christ Jesus, who became wisdom from God for us, our righteousness, sanctification and redemption. Jesus is our righteousness. Second Corinthians verse five, five twenty-one. He made the one who did no, no, not know sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteous of God. Back to Romans chapter four, verse 13. Therefore, when God said the promise of Abraham, berkat berkat Tuhan kepada Abraham dan keturunannya, because through Jesus Christ we can receive that. Amen, amen. I mean, I, I don't know about you, man. If you don't love Jesus after this, I don't know lah. Habis I. I can you see hallelujah now if we are co heir okay sama-sama waris for uh, of God's inheritance the question is why are we jealous of what God is doing in the life of our brothers and sisters like wow so kaya lah dia wow so happy lah dia He's jealous why are you like this I, I, like, I have like nothing why are we doubting God's provision in our lives? <laughs> As if like God only blessed certain people, people who are educated, people who are come from this background, like, oh, okay lah. Tuhan, I mean, we are Christians, but yeah, lah, God loves them more. Yeah? Why some of us thinking that God only cares for the rich, only care for the educated and the well-to-do? Mm. Why are we thinking that God can only use certain group of people with sp- certain uh, social status or certain spiritual gifts? Oh, pastor can preach, can speak in tongues, definitely God will bless them more than me, Lord. Why? If we believe that we are co heir of God's inheritance, we will not think like that. We need to renew our mind. Say, renew our mind. We have this new ethnicity through Christ. And then, secondly, because of our new ethnicity in Christ, we become members of the same body of Christ. Pastor Dan have preached about this even uh, last week. You know, go back when you wake home, go and refer to that. You know, it's powerful. You know, um, Romans chapter 12, verse 4 to 5. Okay. Let me read it before. Now, as we have many parts in one body and all the parts do not have the same function, in the same way, we who are many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Which means, church, we can't say, we cannot say that we don't need this group of people, this race. We don't, no, we cannot say that. We can do this on our own, but no, no, no. We need each other. Just because they don't speak the same language like us, just because we don't share the same hobby or interest, just because they are from different race, different background, doesn't mean we don't need them. Doesn't mean they don't need us. Please, break that, 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 uh, that mentality that, oh, you know, I mean, like, they're okay. with who, who, who needs the orang ulula? You know, the Chinese are okay with others. But... No! no we have to break that we all need each other yeah in fact the following verse Paul said that we need to exercise our spiritual gifts for the benefit of the body of Christ not only for your own people not only for the people who speak the same language come from the same state you know like oh okay okay I will no for the same way First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 12 to 13 Paul said for just as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body though many are one body so it is with Christ for in one spirit we are all baptized into one body Jews or Greeks slaves or free and all were made to drink of one spirit one body say one body okay yeah sitting next to you probably the hand the feet the kidney. <laughs> see, I mean, kidney like, <laughs> because nobody wants to, to become a kidney, because it's, nobody can see. You know, how many of you compliment your friend's kidney? Wow, oh, your kidney so beautiful uh, today. No, right? Your eyes, I like your eyes. Oh, I like your hair. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whoever compliment your spine. I, 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 your spine is so, be- oh my goodness, your spine is so beautiful. Can I take a photo with your spine? You know, like nobody, right? Can I take a photo with you? It's so beautiful. Your hair, your shirt, the outfit, you right? You know, I know some Christians feeling inferior than others just because their ministry are not as prominent as the other Christians. I've been through it, you know, I've been through it. Don't ever think that just because we are pastor and we preach, don't think that God will love us more than you guys. No, 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 no. Yeah? All of us has a role to play in the body of Christ. Example, in our church, we have people who serve on stage, we have people who greet you at the door as you walk in. These are the people that you see, right? But there's also people who serve behind the scene, like I mentioned just now. Our audio, our visual team. Without them, we won't be able to hear. You know, we haven't to see anything on the screen. Yeah, there are also people who will clean and sanitize the chairs right after the service. You don't know them. Some will even clean the toilet, throw the rubbish. We don't know them, but they are important. They are part of the body of Christ. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Some become a driver. You know, sometimes we call, hey, can you can you pick these students? You know, they are coming to our church. Yeah, they become a driver. Nobody knows. Yeah. Some serve in life kids. They're not here because they are in life kids, okay? Making sure that our kids are being taken care of. Some serve as intercessor. You know? I mean very seldom. I mean like, I never see any anybody who are intercessor do I G life. Hello, guys, I'm praying for the church. Oh, no, 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 no. Usually the worship team, right? Oh, guys, we're doing sound check today. But intercessor, we are praying. We are praying. No, no, you don't do that. I mean, like, not in our church at least, you know? But these people are the people that nobody knows, but they function as part of the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. Imagine if one day your kidney, again, your kidney, suddenly decided to jump out of your, you know, body so that people know that, it exists, like, hey, I'm here lah. why keep on talking about, you know, the eyes the mouth, the hands and everything, hey suddenly the kidney, one by one by the way, you got two kidneys, right, okay, so one by one like, hey, hey see, 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 okay, 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 can you imagine that's really crazy, right, thank God that's why some of us, we must understand that some of us, our role might not be seen by people, but it is significant it's important for the health of the body of Christ seriously, you know As, uh, I love this quote by this uh, pastor or lecturer by the name of Joseph Stowell. He said this, as we mature spiritually, we exhibit a growing capacity to care for and appreciate one another in the body of Christ regardless of our differences. You see, baby cannot take care of another baby. Can you see baby taking care of another baby? Oh, you cry. Uh, let me change your name No. But as they grow, for example, my, our, our eldest son, David, he is 10 years old, he can take care of his brother and sister he can help us to really change the diaper and then shower them you know yeah because he grows same goes as a believer if you are not serving one another that means you are still baby like come on why pastor didn't contact me why pastor didn't pray for me why pastor didn't say hi to me why didn't like so you are a baby but if you start to care for one another that shows that you are growing amen amen if we don't see it this way, we will not grow spiritually. So, can you identify which part of the body of Christ are you in right now? Which part of the body of Christ are you in? I don't know, Pastor. So, contact your life group leaders or after this service, just connect with the people who use the name tag, say, I want to serve, I want to serve. You know, serve. All right? Now, thirdly, so, because of our new identity, our new ethnicity in Christ, we share the same divine promises of God. Now, this again has been mentioned by Pastor Dan and myself a few weeks ago when we preached chapter one and chapter two. You want to be rich? Okay, listen to Pastor Dan's sermon. You want to be rich, huh? Listen to Pastor Dan's sermon, the first introduction of the sermon. Woo-hoo you know, so, okay, but we're not going to talk more much about this, but let me explain a few things. Through Christ, we become the receiver or recipients of God's promises. All God's promises that's written in the Bible is for us to claim, for us to claim. There are many, many promises of God in Scripture. These promises of God, you know, like really rock solid, and then God has made commitment. It's like, guys, I've promised this to you. You just need to claim it. Like, God is like, oh, come on, claim it. But for us, like, I don't know, you know, I don't know, God. I don't know. Am I, am I worthy? Or am I? Please. Numbers chapter 23, verse 19 says this. God is not a man that he might lie. Hello? Or oh, a son of man that he might change his mind. God never change his mind. Does he speak and not act or promise and not fulfill? Therefore, please, please, Just because human, just because your pastors or your leaders disappoint you with their promises doesn't mean that God disappoints us. Serious. You know? You need rest in your soul. Jesus promised rest for you. Jehovah Shalom. You need wisdom and strength from God to go through the challenging season in your life. Claim that promises through Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Jesus promised abundant life to those who follow him. Jesus promised eternal life to those who trust him. Then, so again, like I said, there's a lot of promises in the Bible. These promises was made available for all of us because of our new ethnicity in Christ. We share the same divine promises of God, not only for Abraham and his descendants, that includes us as well. Stop thinking that only certain people with certain spiritual gift and anointing can receive the promises of God. Now stop thinking like that. Now we know that in our country, <coughs> bumiputra are given certain privileges. Bumiputra, because kamu bumiputra, yeah. buying property in business, in education and healthcare, the bumiputras are given special privileges. Whether we like it or not, special privileges. So those who are non Putra have to work hard law. <laughs> some of them are like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I know some people, you know, some of you say think not fair, Pastor. I understand. But let me tell you, in Christ, you don't need to struggle. Please don't need to struggle. You don't need to fight for your rights. You know why? Because in Christ you are entitled to claim the promises of God. All of them. Amen? 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 There are many more promises that of God that could be listed, you know. All of them are fulfilled through Christ Jesus. So, church, stop thinking that you are a second-class citizen in the kingdom of God. Like, oh, okay, you know, I, I don't deserve it. Boleh lah, sisa-sisa, you know, just the crumbs, okay lah, God? No, 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 no. All of us are first-class citizens in Christ Jesus. Amen? Yeah? No matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Jesus Christ. Amen? Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Yes means yes. That's why when we pray in Jesus' name, we pray, amen. It will be fulfilled. Apa yang Tuhan janjikan, Dia akan jadikan. Okay? Yeah. You know, really be fulfilled. So let us do some recap here. Because of our new ethnicity in Christ, we become co heirs of the inheritance from God. We become part of the body of Christ. We share the same divine promises of God. Now, how many of you today glad that we are part of this new ethnicity in Christ? Come on, raise your hand and say, Whoa, I'm glad, I'm glad. <gasps> okay? Yeah? Yeah? So when you come to church, don't see that you are Chinese, you are Indian, you, oh, I it's Malaysian lah, maybe I no, 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 come to church, when you serve one another, think that, hey, we are believers, we are Christ's uh, follower, we are the heirs of uh, the inheritance, you see, yeah. no longer see us like, okay lah, lah, they can do it because, no, 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 please, right, this is SIB life, right, we are born in church, yeah, now, as I mentioned earlier, if we start to see Christianity as our ethnicity instead of religion, okay, it will definitely change the way we live, change the way we think about others, change the way we serve, and of course, change the way we see God. Yeah. That brings me to the story of a missionary by the name of Amy Wilson Carmichael. Amy Wilson Carmichael. On my way, on our way to church this morning, I told her story to our kids. Yeah. So she was a Protestant Christian missionary in India who opened an orphanage and founded a mission in Donavur, India. So she served in India for 55 years without furlough. Furlough, I mean, this is a new term for me, but furlough, basically leave of absence or like, like sabbatical rest. They just continue to serve, 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 serve. You know? Because as missionary, they, they can take a break. From mission work, but she said, no, just served in India for 55 years. In India, she learned uh, the Tamil language and she learned the Indian custom and also the caste system at that time. From the beginning of her mission work, Amy refused to wear European clothing. The moment he stepped in India, changed all those, like, you know, all those clothing, you know, like those days, right? She refused, you know. She actually, it's, it's, it's a protocol, you know, for all missionaries from Europe have to wear that certain clothing, but she refused. She instead, uh, she wears sari, and, um, and then uh, she, she, she uh, sleep on a mat on the ground, just like the Indian village woman. She did that. Yeah. Again, which reminds me of Apostle Paul. Remember Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse nineteen twenty. 20 Although I am free from all and not anyone's self, and Anyone slave? I have made myself a slave to everyone in order to win more people. To the Jews, I became like a Jew to win Jews. So that's what Amy did. In 1895, she arrived in India where she found her true calling. 1898, she took in her first woman refugee, an Indian woman. 1899, she took in the first girl refugee. In 1900, she moved to Dornover, and in 1901, Emmy rescued her first temple child. What is temple child? From there, it started the mission. You know, so um, during Amy's time, she learned about Hindu temple. Uh, you know, they have this temple children, temple child. Okay, these those days uh, Okay, the temple children were young girls dedicated. To the gods and forced into prostitution to earn money for the priests, and we got shocked. Like, first and foremost, these girls are not her own child. These girls are not from the same ethnicity as hers, but yet she understood. She understood that God's love is for all nations. Amen. Our vision: bringing life to all nations okay she knows that these girls must know jesus so that they know that they are precious in god's eyes so the Dona Ver fellowship has become a sanctuary for over 1000 children who would otherwise be forgotten by the society amy died in india at the age of 83 you know she asked that she asked from her assistants said no stone to put over her grave there's no marking she said no but instead when she died the children that she cared for put a bird bath over it you got the photo bird bath over it with the, uh, the the what with the single inscription Amma means mother in India wow she said no 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 I don't want any markings you know yeah let people know Jesus people forget about me it's okay and people know Jesus' love. But of course, her children, somebody anakata, no. So build a birth bath, birth bath, put the Ama. So the people know. Like the Apostle Paul, Amy's life reveals the mystery of Christ to the people in India, especially the little children that she cared for. So this morning allow the Holy Spirit to renew your heart, to renew your mind. You know, start to embrace, start to really grasp this idea, this new ethnicity in Christ. God is not racist. You know that. It is us who are sometimes, without realizing it, we are being racist towards other people. And that is so unchristian. That's what we like, unchristianism. when Jesus become the centre of your life the centre of the church we know that we are fulfilling God's purpose in our nation Amen Amen. Christianity that's our new ethnicity it's not a religion it's our ethnicity let's bow our head right now thank you Jesus Thank you for tuning in to live podcast we hope that you will be challenged by this message and you will share it with your friends family member and co-worker we hope you have a great day god bless you